everybody and welcome to season two of <laughs> the bsb pod uh, season two yeah season one was very short and started technically at the end but i feel like it was a pilot. long enough yeah exactly the pilot season uh as always i'm your commissioner seth and i'm here with max so um yeah so after a long hibernation of like oh hibernation two months it was like two or three months where was, I solidly didn't think about fantasy. Uh, it was a dry spell. I mean, it was just an awkward off-season in between. Yeah, period. Absolutely. So now we can try and find some cadence with the regular season. Mm-hmm. You get sweet, sweet content. Yeah. Uh, before we really dig into like what we're going to talk about, uh, I am going to bring up how even though you are my podcast co-host, you still have don't have a team name, and that makes me sad. Yeah, I need to... I need to think more. I feel like as one of the faces of the league, you should have a team name. (laughs) I do. I I, I should. You're absolutely right. Do I, man, do I change it up? I I should change it up. The past, I think the past two years is when, I can't remember how long I've been the quad father. And I feel. That was like one of the last OG names. Uh, I know. I can't. Is that an OG name? No. From the beginning. What the hell was my name? I can't remember what the, what the first team name up. I had. I oh no, it was oh, it was Chapoopy. I think oh, that was the first right. one. I it had. was Chapoopy. <laughs> God about that. Um, but <laughs> I, I I know I've had the Quadfather at least twice, if not three times. But I've also I think I've also had it while Barkley's gone through his like two major injuries so far. Mm-hmm. So I feel personally like cursed with using that name and his health so maybe i need to think of something it's completely irrational but i'm rolling with it so maybe i just need to think of something that keeps his legs out of my name this is i'm on mfl right now so let's see quadfather what year was this this is 2019 2018 hubba bubba max for 2017 oh that's right i remember that uh hubba bubba max for 2016 and yeah, Shapoopy. So you went from Shapoopy to two years of Hubba Bubba Max to uh, then the Quadfather from there on out. So maybe it's like every two years. Now I got to find one to roll with for a couple of years. Also, mm. by looking at this, we're officially have hit the five-year anniversary of the league officially being known as the Blood, Sweat, and Beers League. Well, we need to do something to celebrate. Let's give everyone a jacket. Oh, we should do swag. We should I mean, do league swag. I when I, I, when I started doing the t-shirt shit, I said, I can do the swag. And I didn't get enough orders in there. I would have started making. Take my money. money. I did that like sweatshirt. Remember? I did that like one sweatshirt design. And I was like, hey, would anybody want to buy a sweatshirt? Because I made a sweatshirt. I think I said, I, you have, like, you have my money as soon as you start making some swag. Um, Five year anniversary. We could do patches. We could do varsity jackets. We could do patches. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. I am so down for this. I'll bring it up in the group. I, I want swag for this. Five years is pretty damn solid, man. Yeah. Oh, we man. need to do something. 
That was mine for a long time too. So I started out with Burger Time. That's because I'm a fellow. Oh my gosh, I remember uh, that. You had the the freaking yeah, because you could. It was like freaking MySpace. You could just loop the song over (laughs) and over again every time you went to your page. <laughs> I, I remember sitting you and i were sitting at my house in my dining room yeah. and on our laptops and i just kept hearing Adelman, Adelman. oh man that was so good uh, man we're getting way off base from what we were going to talk this about is, this, this is great. this is great this is a great yeah. way to start season two and then actually a callback to uh sherlock in the league uh i'd switched my name to fucking salamanders for like oh i remember years. that that was a good one yeah Man. And then Shane was Smitty Warbin Jagerman Jensen for a little bit. Yeah, for a bit. Shane switched pretty often. He was meals, and then he became Meals on Wheels. Pretty set. Yeah, that's a classic uh, for him. Oh yeah, Aaron was the Phoenix for a year because like he had tanked and it was trying to come back. <laughs> I remember that. Sarani with the Kenny Digslet, classic name. Actually, I guess the yeah. OG one from the beginning. Sh- uh, Jamie's been going with his for a while. Yeah, Frank I was, Lucas. I was about to look for that. Oh, because Jamie's very first team name was just a period. <laughs> oh, that's right. Because, you know, I changed his contact name in my phone to Jamie the period Pendleton after that because <laughs> he just rolled with it for a while. I did have it just a single period and that got frustrating. Starting year two, though, he's been Frank Lucas set since then. So that's wow. be this will be like seven years of Frank Lucas. And I think he's very aware of that, too. Like I think he yeah. knows how long he's been going with it and he's going to keep it that way, which is great. I love it. All right. Anyways, Max will make a team name. I'll bring up Swag. Uh, yes. All right. So we were, I think this episode, we were at least going to do power rankings. Um, but since the cuts season started, we could start there and just kind of talk about some stuff. Um, Got some scrolling to do. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, I had, I'm trying to think of like the hardest cut I had to make. Um that's a great question. Oh, and that's there's got to be a way to filter these by. Yeah, you can go to league, and then if you just go to the uh, like recent activity, um, and then you can just focus on like yourself. There you go. Um, man, AJ Green. Yeah, that, so... was a, that was a tough cut for me. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I've been on the team for so long. He was so important. Honestly, <laughs> so for me, actually, though, it was trying to figure out what wide receivers to cut. Just because I have that massive glob so of many. like wide receiver yeah. two threes, like I've uh, and I was only half kidding about like which New York Jets probably third running back do I cut? Because <laughs> it's like, is it Ty Johnson or uh, Piran, Lamichael Piran? And actually, I, I, I got lucky because I guess Ty Johnson. Some of the rumors are he might start to start the season. I was going to say, I feel like he actually has a role there for right now. I feel like there's been at least some talk about him, like, looking at least all right. Yeah, I, I guess, know. like, my assumption was Coleman was going to start and then Michael Carter was going to, like, kind of take over. But I think towards the end of the preseason, Ty Johnson really started oh, to turn up. I hope for their sake Coleman doesn't start. I think people were just assuming he would just because he was, like, the vet. Um, mm. But... Yeah, other than that, mine were pretty I, straightforward. I was a little surprised by Amos, honestly. I feel like he was serviceable. Like, he was a, a solid, eh, 
I mean, yeah, I feel like he was like a solid floor, not really high ceiling, deep, like deep back to play. Oh, Adrian Amos. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I love that. It's mostly because like I have a lot of rookies. I'd rather see how they do. Yeah. Because like I had drafted both Morig and uh, uh, Grant for Atlanta. Um, oh, okay. So like even with cutting Amos, I still have I think five on the roster. Oh, and Demonte Casey uh, is on COVID, so he's currently on my IR. So I still have like six defensive backs. Um, yeah, I'm like I'm looking through your other ones right now too. Um, James Washington's a, and who knows if like he's actually going to be able to get out of there and get a role for himself because he's just stuck at the yeah. moment there. Yeah. Um, oh, Mason Rudolph, RIP. Yeah, I think the one I may regret is Van Jefferson. I was looking at that one too. Um, I don't know, but it's Maybe. close, right? Because like, <laughs> this is my bench. So I have, I have four wide receivers in my starting lineup right now. So my bench wide receivers are Corey Davis, Michael Gallup, Darnell Mooney, Marquise Brown, Alan Lazard. Brandon Cooks and Anthony Miller. And I was like, that's a shit ton of wide receivers to have on your bench with we're already in the starting lineup. And I was just like, I yeah. can't see Van Jefferson really over any of them. So he was a hard knocks guy, wasn't he? Um, were they hard knocks last year? They were hard knocks again last year. Last year or like two years ago? Was it only last year? I didn't think they did I mean, hard he's, knocks last he's, year, did they? Because he only has one year in the league so far, so he would have had to have been last year if he was. Oh, I guess that's true, yeah. So that's why I thought he was a hard knocks guy that they were all about, too. But, yeah, I mean, they brought in some other guys, too. So, who knows? I mean, I'm kind of I'm kind of in a similar boat. I haven't done anything with him yet, and I'm really trying to avoid cutting him because I really like him. Um, but I need one more player to cut, and I'm stuck with Tyler Johnson on my bench on Tampa Bay. Mm. I mean, he's stuck behind A.B., Godwin, Evans, and Scotty Miller, whoever. They have a million receivers. Um, and he's – I loved him in college. I thought he was so good. And then he just got to – if he goes to Detroit, man, he's that's an easy 100-plus targets right there, and he's, like, just getting spoon-fed. Um, so, I haven't decided what to do with him yet. But yeah. he may be what he, – he may be my toughest cut. Because uh, I'm looking through the other ones right now, and then a lot of these weren't that bad. I to was make. kind of surprised by Hightower. I guess I need to look at. I know. Because like I, the defense is going to be good this year. I know, and like, but the thing is, like, I looked, I was looking, and I was like, he's. I feel like just like in just football terms, he's just a way better player than he is in fantasy. That's um, probably fair. It's like his tackle floor wasn't always – I think the highest he got was, like, in the 80s or something. Um, and, like, I wasn't going to play him over the three guys I have now. And then I still have four – and now I have two or three other guys on my bench. I'd probably still play over him too. Um, so, who knows? He, that, that, could, that one could bite me. That was probably one of the harder ones too. The linebackers are just fun to stack up on too. Mm-hmm. Um, but – for at least for my team, those were the hard ones for me. I don't know 
the other ones were really that surprising to me. From like around the AJ list. Green was a little interesting. Yeah, AJ Green. I don't know. I guess like from some of the reports I was reading and stuff, he's kind of stuck in like I don't know. They're trying to figure out, I guess, the hierarchy of the receivers there. But I probably would. Yeah. I guess I need to look at Jordan's team and see if there was something I would have kept or dropped instead of him. Um, yeah. It seems like Rondell Moore is making it hard for them not to play him too. So. So he I has mean, Le'Veon Bell, they... who's currently a free agent, still on the team. Yeah, I so think he's holding one. out just to wait. Hamler? <laughs> uh, Hamler's going to be, like, super boom or bust. Like, I mean, yeah. they, there's just a lot of mouths to feed there. And, like, I think it's just it's just another, like, one of those speedy receivers that, like, when he goes off, he's going to get you, like, 100-plus yards and two touchdowns, but then there will be a week where he gets, like, two receptions for 20 yards or something. Yeah, and yeah, I guess I don't know how much of a I don't know how much Williams is going to factor into the passing game much, but I mean, there's at least three guys that are above Hamler. Uh, yeah, on that team, I don't think you're going to be able to play Hamler confidently any week. It's going to be you're going to have to. It's going to be a dark throw to see if you get him on a good week. Um, yeah, so like probably I would I would have also gotten rid of Ingram. Actually, that would be it. I would have gotten rid of Ingram before uh, getting rid of AJ Green, I, I think. I probably would have gotten rid of Keelan Cole. I don't know. I mean, I think he just <laughs> – I think he likes Keelan Cole from uh, – remember the hype he was in a couple of years ago in Jacksonville? Mm-hmm. He, was about, he was like the off-season darling for a little bit. But this is just all what we would have done. So. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, <laughs> Texans backfield is a – freaking mess it's disgusting you like the oh philip lindsey Johnson, Johnson, mark ingram yeah. rex burkhead <laughs> that team like i don't want to touch anything on that team right now so i was actually talking to shane and we were having an interesting conversation because i was saying that i'm interested to see what brandon cooks does this year because i feel like he's and i know i've had him on my team forever but I feel like he's kind of always just kind of underrated. Um, yeah. Because I think, well, I was seeing, like, he's been in the league seven years now, and he's had six 1,000-yard seasons out of the seven, which is, like, solid. Mm-hmm. And I'm, like, from, like, a real NFL standpoint, I understand how he keeps constantly getting, like, traded to different teams and how he can't, like, just find somewhere to sit. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, like, even, I mean, I guess, did they have Watson the whole year last year? Or was he hurt at all? No, he was there all year last year. He was, yeah. I mean, with yeah. Watson, he had an 1,100-yard season. Um, yeah. I, I feel like there's always – there's. I feel like for the past couple of years, there's been a, a fairly logical reason to fade him. Um, but it's, like, ridiculous, too, because he just keeps performing really well. Like, I think the injuries racked up quick for him, which was terrifying. Because, um, I mean, he seems like he's just, like, one solid concussion away from, like, medically retiring. But um, – I mean, but if you look Jordan at, like, Reed, his games, like, he played in 16 games, 2016, yeah, 2017, 2018, and 15. It's, it's weird. It's just, like, you think of 
maybe you I don't know if you do but like I hear his name I just think injury history but like you see all the games he's played and he plays like, he, he hasn't missed that many I feel like it's because all of his injuries have been like flashy because like I think about the one when he was on the Patriots where he like went up for a uh, hurdle or something and he flipped over a guy and the guy ended up landing on his head and he got concussed in the playoffs and I think about the one against Philly where he made a really bad like he made a really poor decision to like either turn around or like and try to run a different direction yeah, and someone came across the field and destroyed yeah, him, him. Yeah. yeah and so like I feel like all of his injuries are flashy and so that's why people just think about him <clears throat> um, but I mean like I don't know who else. Like, so I guess Tyrod Taylor is going to start for them initially, and like, I don't yeah. know who else they're going to throw to. <laughs> so, like, I know that's the thing. Like, that's locked in volume there. Like, yeah, yeah. So like, he, yeah. I'm really that's, curious a, to see just how his season goes because <laughs> like it's so awkward. I yeah. like you said. Like, I don't like. You wonder why someone like him got bounced around for so many years. Like. I don't know what he's like as a player, like in the locker room and everything. Um, but like on the field, the dude's been rock solid. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that that'll be fascinating because I don't imagine the Texans playing games well ahead much often, especially yeah. with Watson on the sideline. So like they're gonna like game script is gonna be in his favor the whole time. Mm-hmm. So who knows? Maybe maybe he gets traded. I don't know. Yeah, nothing else super jumping out at me in terms of cut. Yeah, I don't think there's really much to be that surprised about. I mean, I think we still. I mean, Aaron has like six more players to cut, so maybe something will surprise. Yeah, um, and I don't think Michael's done any, or Kyle, or Tio. As I scroll through and look, uh, yeah. So uh, we got Michael we got a couple. Cutting. Michael did start cutting. Okay. He had a lot of people that weren't on the team though anymore. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I'm on the clock on my other week. Man, looking at Michael's cuts are just like wow. This is a pretty good team. Like five to six years ago. <laughs> <laughs> like Alshon Jeffrey, Larry Fitzgerald, Adrian Peterson, Richard Sherman, Des Bryant, Bruce Irvin. All free <laughs> agents now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, cool. Um, so let's jump into, I guess, the meat of it, uh, of what we want to talk about being the power rankings to start the season. Um, so I actually have the Fantasy Pro subscription again, just because it helps oh, nice. me to look at like stuff if I want to try to do something for the league. Um, so I could either go through their rankings initially, or we can give ours and then compare that to Fantasy Pros. I don't know what you're thinking. Or how you um, let's give let's let's do ours and just okay. Like, like is that. that do they give it? Do they give it like by redraft and dynasty? Yeah, they do it like a this because, power rankings and a dynasty geared power rankings. No, we. I'm I'm assuming we're just doing for this season. Uh, we could do both too. I don't know. The thing I don't know is if they, their, I don't think their dynasty ranking takes into account like picks. So it just, it's just based like probably just does more weighting towards youth and things mm-hmm. like that. Um, but I'd be fine with just like a this season look. 
Yeah, let's do this season because the dynasty one would take a lot more time. Yeah, <laughs> agreed. <laughs> um, okay, so I guess we'll just go ahead and start at ten. Uh, who do you think is the worst team in the league, man? Sorry, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, he's he's doing, but it's good though because yeah. he he did it the right way this offseason. He offloaded a lot and he just started loading up on capital. Um, I mean, he's got three firsts next year already, but like, I I'm, I didn't even have to really look through any other teams to think about it, but like. And he's starting to drop Lindsay and Salvin on that, that running back. Yeah, that's not great. And <laughs> um Does he have any other yeah. running backs? Not many. He um, actually doesn't. He has no wait, yeah, he actually Oh no. Yeah. Well, I guess we I guess Michael, we know what all first round picks are going towards. Michael, I think uh, I think we know who's doing the Waffle House. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think he knows it. He yeah. knows it too. He knows yeah. it. Um, yeah, honestly, he could get worse. I think he kind of should. Drop Randall Cobb. Get him out of there. Get uh, Gar- <laughs> get Garoppolo traded. Uh, I mean, you don't have to get worse. You'd like secure the first, but you could get maybe more picks. You, you uh, Garoppolo may be hard. Doesn't yeah, matter. I don't think anyone's going to want to take him. Yeah, just with Lance sitting there. Hey, he's uh, got that Jamar Chase, Joe Burrow thing going. That's true. That'll be fun. Yeah. He's got he's a building a, block. Yeah, he's like the bright future sons. He's coming. Assuming Jamar Chase remembers how to catch. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't think we need to go too much into it. I think I think everybody, including Michael, knows. Um, yeah. So for me, I think number nine is probably then Kyle. Uh, just because if you look at the running back situation predominantly. I mean, he's got David Johnson. Yeah. Uh, starting yeah which yeah and his backups aren't particularly aren't super great um yeah yeah man he's got, he's got like no guys are gonna get but oh that's right this was like last week or something he was i think he was adding every running back with just like a name pretty much <laughs> oh, I, I remember getting sleeper notifications for like 10 minutes straight of just kyle adding running backs <laughs> yeah um, but I don't think any of these guys are going to see playing time. So, I mean, yeah, he's he's got some, some good ones, like good other players. Yeah, I just I'm not sure he's going to win enough with that running back room. And yeah, like, that's that's going to hurt. He doesn't. It, well, AJ, AJ Brown's a true number one receiver. Julio going there, I think, will hurt his value some. Um. And he still has Michael Thomas on IR too. Like he's and like oh he has, yeah. and he lost he just lost ETN for the year too. Oh yeah. Uh that sucked. Um but yeah, I mean like if in an optimal lineup with like AJ Brown, Michael Thomas, Robbie Anderson, and Robert Woods, that's a really good receiving core. Um yeah. Hurts and cousins at quarterback is who knows? That's that's a very murky quarterback situation. Yeah. Um, if Cousins is even there beyond this year, but yeah, he doesn't really have anybody in the tank either. Defensively, he's actually got some decent guys too, like Nick Bosa, Levante David, uh, Tremaine Edmonds. Like they're all 
solid. They're all good. Yeah. I think he may have some but, sneaky weeks, but I don't think he has enough like star power to really get him enough wins to probably compete higher up in the standings. Yeah. Um so maybe he starts shipping stuff off this year. Who knows what he'll approach it like. Okay. Actually he's yeah. gotta take some guys off of the taxi squad from last year still. Yeah, I don't think he's really touched it yet. I do I did notice yeah. today that he has the group me muted, so I may need to shoot him a text. Personal note. Okay. Um but yeah, okay, so that's our that's our bottom two. Uh fighting for the Waffle House. Yeah. This is um, where I think it starts to get hard, honestly. Yeah, so I'll just say I'll I'll let you pick or just tell me if I'm off base, but I feel like the next two are probably Jordan and me in some order. Unless you uh, think maybe Jamie. Okay, I'll say this. I feel the next three. Oh, maybe Aaron, because Aaron had a lot of people get hurt. So, <laughs> see see how hard this, you just took half of the remaining teams and said that <laughs> yeah. they could possibly be the next one. Okay, the obvious <laughs> not playoff potential guys are probably in the next group. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. Man, yeah. Oh, it got a lot harder with if you take into yeah. account the injuries and stuff. Um, I don't even know if like I. If everybody's healthy, um, I think I think Aaron. We have to assume like full as of right now. I think we just need to assume full health, and like whatever injuries are on there at the moment, they are what they are. But like like serious ones. But yeah. Um. <clears throat> My quarterback situation is not great. Uh, yours is yours is unknown. Yeah, mine is like, mine is a big old question mark. Yeah, that's that's the problem. Like yours has your quarterback situation alone has a very wide range of outcomes, which I mean, like yeah. is more trending towards the positive side because you got like three or how many? I don't even know at this point. Three or four, three like highly talented quarterbacks that are getting all the hype in the world deservingly so so like that you you need two of them to like Mm -hmm. pan out so i i think your odds there are fine um i mean if you you would be in more it'd be better for you if you were like i mean you could compete this year honestly in in the world you could compete, especially yeah. with having the James Robinson situation tilt your way. Yeah, and like, um, if two of them have like Justin Herbert like rookie years, like, <laughs> I could definitely compete. Yeah, nobody's I mean, record-setting rookie years. No, yeah, I don't mean like record-setting, <laughs> but I just mean like yeah. more on the Herbert side than on like if they look more polished than expected coming out the gate. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean like Godwin Jefferson as like your primary receivers is super solid that's great um okay. here's a question who out of the other three so i i would say as of what we know i have the weakest quarterback squad especially starters out of the other three um just because they're unknowns um who do you think out of jamie aaron and jordan has the strongest so jamie has herbert like- and mayfield jordan has roethlisberger and brady and aaron has prescott and stafford as our starters um you're asking who's the strongest yeah that's I, i'm kind of like tr- i'm trying to figure out power rankings by kind of just going by position starting with like the most important being two quarterback um by that i would say aaron in those three 
Yeah, I think I was going to say Aaron slash Jordan. Aaron, my, my order would so, go Aaron, Jordan, Jamie, I think. So I think it's Aaron's easily the first in that grouping. Yeah. Then when you compare Jamie and Jordan, it's Roethlisberger, Brady versus Herbert and, and Mayfield. Mayfield. So I feel like Herbert and Brady, I feel – I. I think there's some there's some rushing upside with Herbert. You're not going to get any of that with Brady. Um, I think like Herbert's going to can throw for like well over four thousand yards this year if he wants to, mm-hmm. and I think they're going to be playing catch up. So I think they're close enough in the end to kind of wash each other out. Um, I think they'll be like similar like finishes. Like they could both be they could both be top ten quarterbacks and be in that like back half range probably. Yeah, um, I'd agree with that. So then it probably comes down to Ben versus Baker. I feel like I gave that to Ben. I feel like I would too. I feel like the Browns don't need to be a good team. They don't need Baker to throw for a million yards and touchdowns. Um, They have the best offense line in football and a great running game. So uh, I would, yeah, I would go Aaron, Jordan, Jamie and that in the QB situation. Yeah. But I do think, I think Jordan, Jamie are close. Like I think it's like a two. In the overall two rankings? No, two A two B kind of thing. Like uh, in quarterback. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Jamie by far is the best running back because he has McCaffrey. Yeah, I think he's got the best running back situation <laughs> in the league. league. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I that pushes him up way. See, I think that's why I wasn't them. considering Jamie really in like the bottom four of the power rankings because like just having those two and then plus Herbert and Mayfield, like there's no way he's in the fight for like the bottom half of the league me no i mean i think and like his other some of his other skill guys are good, like DJ and Taylor. like it's ridiculous his running back <laughs> yeah, is his flex. yeah and he's the one guy I, that doesn't need running backs in the league <laughs> yeah um he's he's frantically looking for a tight end yeah. to rely on um which i mean the rest of his guys are are good though so like i, I i'm just waiting for Jamie to get like his team just to explode too because it's just like a, a full if imagine if like CMC gets a fully healthy year and Henry keeps doing his thing from last year. Well, Nixon's, oh god, if Mixon's fully healthy with like this, oh, squad man. Now. I can't tell you how much how little I trust Mixon. <laughs> I, yeah. I'm done like investing in Mixon at any in any league at all. So He's gonna. He may get some good weeks out of him, but I don't know. I just don't trust I mean, him. But he's he's on fourteen games, 14, 16, 6. It's just he was on the awful Browns teams to start with, and then like last year when they were good, he actually got hurt. <laughs> yeah. So I I I haven't given up on him yet. Um. Uh, not now that there's like actually a passing game there <laughs> for him to have a chance to have running lanes. <laughs> so I think he was mm-hmm. definitely in that situation where he got drafted and everybody's like, all right, we're just going to stop the run against the Browns and they're not going to be able to do anything at all. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, okay. In my head, I've gone back to taking Jamie out of potential bottom of the half. Teams. Yeah. I wasn't considering him okay, for that. So it's between yeah. Aaron Jordan and me then for ordering that. I wouldn't, I wouldn't put Aaron in there either. I think it's I between think you and Jordan. Yeah. Okay. So we're um, back. We are back to the first two. I said <laughs> we've walked it back. Yeah, <laughs> we've walked it back. We're we got, we're building logic along with it. Um, yeah. Okay. So, so... Yeah, we can ignore Aaron and Jamie for now. Let's talk me and Jordan. Um, 
I, I think I'd have to put Jordan here. I think Jordan he's got some like, yeah. Okay. I the two starting quarterbacks solid. Uh, the Watson situation. I'm under the assumption he's not playing it down this year. Mm-hmm. Um, his running back room is terrifying. Um, yeah. I, I mean, Bell is a free agent still. Ingram's in a 20,000-man committee in Houston. And Jacobs, I mean, the, the Raiders brought in the most expensive backup running back in the league and yeah. Drake. And then Sanders has always been rumored to get be part of a committee. So, like, other than that, like, he's his receiver is awesome. Um, well, it actually hurts, some... hurts uh, Sanders quite a bit because they're going to run yeah. a lot, I bet, especially goal line. It's going to be a very Cam Newton situation, I think, in Philly. Yeah, because I mean, Hertz is just so so fucking strong. <laughs> like, he's, he's so yeah, he's got the same build too. He's just gonna lower his shoulder and get in there. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I I do. I mean, yeah, I was gonna. I agree with what you were saying though with the wide receivers. You can keep going on that point. If you have anything else. Before. Um. Yeah. So. That would bring you into seven yeah i think um, yeah because i like i have i think just by virtue of having chubb i have the better running back yes between um, between you and jordan yeah yeah well and i mean aj dylan's supposed to be i mean he's now the he'll have a role team. yeah he'll have a role sony michelle will be interesting in the with the rams now with with uh for this season at least we're only looking at this season mm-hmm. um p ryan deep receiving if you don't core. trust Mixon, yeah i mean i have a yeah. deep receiving core but not like justin jefferson's a stud um yeah godwin i like him a lot but he's kind of stuck just behind evans there's other people there uh <sighs> judy needs to figure judy needs to get a quarterback uh, I think Teddy's going to be good for him. I think this is like a potential Judy breakout year. I think a lot of people think that too. I'd be into that. Um, Samuel now has to go compete with McLaurin, so they might they'll probably hurt each other. Samuel has to play. I think he's been out for a while. That's true. Yeah, I actually just looked at this thing a day ago. They're not going to rush him back. So yeah, although they do say the twenty-five year old should be ready for week one. Um, so. Beyond that, I mean, like Gallup, Mooney, Davis, like Brown, they're all cooks we talked about, like all playable options. Mm-hmm. But I don't have like the, um, I, don't, I don't have the number of studs Jordan has. No, I think the one thing you also may lack a little bit um, is the defensive depth too. For sure. Um, your wide receivers eat up like your almost your entire bench. Yeah, no, I really need to figure out what I'm doing there. It's so hard to, like, I can't bring myself to drop any of them, but everybody has wide receivers, so it's like, I can't, like, trade any of them away. You go you go for the wide receivers of the defense, which is just the linebackers. True. I mean, I do have, I have, I drafted a lot and got a lot of rookies on defense. So I think, like, a lot of them are sitting in taxi. Like, I have Gregory Rousseau and Quiddy Pay for my defensive line. I got Jamin mm-hmm. Davis, uh, and I have Gerard Davis sitting in my IR. Um, 
So I, ha I have, like, the defensive depth there. It's just not currently on my active roster. Um, but, yeah, I think, I think it, as much as it pains me to say, because I want another high draft pick, probably better than Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I hope that's not the case. We'll see how it goes. Um, okay, so Aaron versus Jamie overall for five and six. I think I want to give it to Jamie. Mm. No, I think I want to give it to Aaron right now. You're saying for five and Jamie's six. Okay. Yeah, I think that's kind of where I'm leaning right now, too. Because especially with Prescott I... back healthy and Lamb getting Prescott to throw to him. Stafford in a better spot. Harris is going to get 300 carries. Yeah. Um, he, he's got the Rams a lot more back. Time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Diggs again. It's going to be great. I don't know how his linebacker situation is going to turn out. Um, Shaq Thompson's solid, I think. Um, but, I mean – it seems like there's a lot happening in Dallas with the linebacker situation with like Parsons coming in and like they drafted another one too. Um, so I don't know what his playing time is going to be like for Jalen Smith. I think Willie Gay is going to actually get some decent playing time too. I don't know what it'll turn into for fantasy. Um, so I think, because I mean, that's one thing we talked about, I think with Shane this past year is um, how, because I mean, Shane's got an incredible linebacker group too and how much mm -hmm. that, strong position core can make up for like other areas not performing up to snuff too mm -hmm. um especially if they just rack up tackles man you just get so many points um so i don't know about his linebacker situation he's got some good dbs too um his d line's also pretty solid yeah he'll get a full year of daniel hunter still kick myself for dropping him a couple years ago Brian Burns um, is pretty solid. Yeah, Burns is good. Yannick Buckner is like one of the few D tackles that will actually put up points too. Yeah. I think his so, team is all around good enough to be better than Jamie's. Especially having Hawkinson, because Hawkinson's gonna get it's like the exact same yeah, thing he looks. Like who else is gonna be throwing to people? <laughs> like Terrell Williams, wide receiver one. Like yeah, I know he's gonna he's gonna get fed. I don't know how much the offense is gonna score, but he's gonna get volume. Yeah. Um, is there an argument to make Aaron higher than five? Uh, I would. I don't think there is. I'm sure Aaron could come up with one. <laughs> I'm not sure if Aaron's. I can't figure out if Aaron's trying to win or not. I don't know what everyone's doing. Oh, I think he absolutely is. I think he absolutely is. Um, I wouldn't – I don't think I could put him over anything higher than five. I don't think I could either. Um, if things fall, like, a certain way, sure. But, yeah, I don't think right – I think right now, just top to bottom, I'd probably take Aaron five. Because right now I'm looking at who I think would be four, which is I'm putting Eric at four. Um, yeah, I'm agreeing um, that. That's what I was thinking, too. And the thing that's killing Eric right now is he really has no other quarterbacks besides his two. I mean, he has P.J. Yeah. Walker, but he's a second stringer. Um, yeah. 
So Derek Carr is like very middle of the road quarterback, especially for fan, like for fantasy. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jackson's got King of Chill appointed rushing and whatnot. But like his running back situation is like right up there with Jamie, honestly, for like one of the better ones in the league. Like Kamara Jones, Edmonds, Mike Davis worked out really well for him. And then he's not, he has DeAndre Swift on the bench too. Yeah. And I mean, even um, Hines. so like Hines gets passing volume. Yeah, but like there's like there's so many other levels of running backs he'd go through even to even get to Hines at that point. So like right. Um so he's and like receivers I feel like are solid. I don't think I really see anything that's like I see is like super high upside. I mean Chenault has been like the biggest hype story of the offseason. I don't know what's gonna happen in Jacksonville, who's gonna end up being the big winner of Trevor Lawrence, but Hopefully DJ Chark. Um, Ayuk is supposedly going to have a breakout year. Yeah, I like Ayuk a lot too. And Lockett, Lockett's so interesting. He's always like surprisingly good. (laughs) You Lockett? Yeah. Well, he was hurt. Yeah. Started off his career quite a bit, and then really broke out. But like he just like he'll explode. Like when he is a good week, he has a really good week. But then like other weeks, you get like the very bottom of what he can do um and i think that's just kind of what unfortunate with the seattle offense has been the past year or two but they're undergoing some changes of like coordinators and stuff so hopefully that's going to be a little different but i mean lockett's more than serviceable um and his defense has always been good too i think he's got some of the better like bosa um cunningham's really good buda baker all really good options so i think He's a strong playoff contender for sure. Yeah, I mean, and then like what you're saying in the offseason, his defense is pretty darn good. Yeah, so I don't know what's going to take him deep or what he needs. I think he needs one of these receivers to really break out for him to give him some advantage there. <clears throat> Eric, I have a lot but, of prime yeah. wide receiver breakouts. On my roster, <laughs> you want some? Yeah. Uh, three, three is going to be interesting because I think, I think it's pretty easy to say that you, Shane, and To are the top three. Mm-hmm. Um, figuring out who's going to be left out of the finals though is <laughs> pretty tough. <laughs> You're telling me, man. Um, I keep just trying. I spend all my time just trying to think about like what, what to do to get ahead. I I think it's just so crowded up at this point. It, they they both have really good teams, man. Yeah. They really do. Um. Like. I'll let you go first. Okay. think I think you're three like I think I think Shane's one in my head well the problem is right (laughs) is that T.O. just has the three-headed Chiefs beast plus Aaron Rodgers like that's just so many points (laughs) just every week and so like yeah it's so hard to figure out 
Like he just need. <laughs> I feel like you're three. I think. Um, See this. I feel like each one of us has an advantage in one area over the other, mm-hmm. and like over the other two. I just don't know which one means more. Like I I'm think actually, I'm changing I mean, my mind. Sorry. Uh, Go ahead. I'm going to put Shane three. Okay. Um, purely because of quarterback. I think. Right. So this is this is kind of where I was going with it. Like okay, go I, I think I think TO of the three of us, TO's quarterback situation, I think is the best right now. I mean, Absolutely. Mahomes Rogers, like I come on, that's just not fair. Um, <laughs> at least like starters wise. And he's got man, I'm still pissed at myself. I forgot I I knew all week it was happening <laughs> this offseason. And I was getting ready to do it. I thought I put in my bid for Fitzpatrick because I wanted him as like, he's just going to gunsling it out in Washington. I just want him on the bench and I forgot to do it. I'm, I'm so stupid, but he got, that's a, you're going to get the peaks and valleys of Fitzpatrick. So it, it's whatever. Um, well, but even anyway, pick up Tyrod think, Taylor, who is a starting quarterback. <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, so like, I think he's, I think I, Man, it, it's so it's it's so hard too because I, I mean, I love my two like I love my quarterback situation too of Allen and Wilson. Um, I mean, because Allen's just going to be like in that top three with Mahomes, and you can fill in whoever you want for the third, but there'll be someone in there to compete with them. And Wilson's rock solid too, and can give you QB one. Um, and then Tannehill has been like such a nice surprise. So like he's. That's rock solid. Like he's got the like probably you could argue the two best. Um, so I, I think his running back situation has gotten so much better too. Eckler, Carson, I, I think it's a matter of time before Mostert's kicked out by Sermon. Um, and then like uh, Antonio Gibson is a stud too. I don't know if I'm. I I don't know what's gonna happen in Miami with Miles Gaskin, but Eckler's solid. Yeah, I see. This is where I I feel like it gets really like, it gets really crowded too. I mean, if we're assuming full health, like I love the fact of Barkley, Elliott, and Ceh, and what was supposed to be Dobbins. Miss you. Um, <laughs> but and then beyond that, it's a mystery for me. Um, He's he's got the what's really good for TO though is he's got the positional advantage of the like the best tight end duo you could ask for. Mm-hmm. Um he doesn't and like that's the thing, he could just leave he'll like he could leave Waller on the bench for most of the season and he's still gonna do fine. Yeah. Because he's keeping the points off of somebody else's team and he can play Waller like over one of his like receivers if he wants to one week and still put out Tyree Kill and DeAndre Hopkins. Like it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean you're definitively third coming for tight ends just because Shane has Kittle, and then yeah, you know, as the other two. Um, yeah, I completely agree. Shane's really gonna need to lean on his defense this year if he wants to repeat. And and then I know, and that's the thing is his his linebacking linebacking yeah linebacker group is super juicy yeah um i mean leonard warner and white just eat up tackles jeremy chin 
is that guy. He's got that linebacker safety designation, uh, which is just a cheat code. Yeah. Um, I don't know how much playing time Keanu Neal will get. We'll see about that with like the business. I mean, he's the same thing, linebacker safety thing in Dallas now. But I mean, Shane's also got an incredible wide receiver group too. Mm-hmm. Like Keenan Allen, Adams, Evans, and Cooper. And he's still got Allen Robinson on the bench and Claypool. Yeah. That's pretty ridiculous. I don't know, and I, I love I like I love some of my defensive pieces too, like like Watt, Garrett, Wagner, Martinez, Adams. Like, uh, I, it gets so it gets so crowded here. I don't know. I think to me, I probably put I'm gonna go with at one first. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna put To at one. I probably would at the moment. Yeah, I think I um I think he's got enough at like the key positions of what the way we have our league set up to have either matching value or an advantage in some of them, if not most of them. Mm-hmm. Um and the thing with Shane, man, he got he got a really good break with Gus Edwards man he really did oh that's what that's that's what's even more annoying about the Dobbins thing <laughs> is I lost Dobbins for the year and Shane, and gets, a starting Shane gets Shane gets a starting running back in the run heavy offense that's yeah. like I mean it's it just it is what it is um I mean and then he also Shane addressed his biggest hole in the offseason and drafted every running back in the draft um True. But I mean, I, I love Javante Williams too. I think he's awesome too. So it comes down to me and Shane. Yeah, Shane's gonna live and die with how well Zach Wilson does. I think. I mean, also Jameis Winston. I guess I'm just not trusting Jameis Winston to be the long term answer. What about Sam Darnold? <laughs> That'll be my response. <laughs> uh. He did fire Sam Darnold did fire two touchdown passes in Friday's win though. <laughs> so you never know. He yeah. does have uh, Philip Walker backing him up though, coming from the XFL. Uh, so like I if we're comparing if we go group by group with Shane and I, I think I like my quarterback situation more than his. Agreed. Um running backs and for assuming full health. Cook Edwards. I'm trying to think of guys that would then a Denver running back situation versus Zeke Barkley, CEH. I like then Buffalo. Cook more than Barkley. I like Zeke more than Edwards. I like CEH more than the Denver guys, I think. Yeah, so I I I think I'd give myself a little bit of an edge in running back, but like, who Gus is the big variable there to see how he takes that role. Um, I agree, and I I am curious if they're going to try to bring in more passing to make them slightly less one dimensional. Yeah, they got to get guys on the field. They their run their receivers got hit hard too with injuries. Yeah, so like I don't know what they're going to do. They got protect Lamar long term too. They really um, do. 
receiver i'm just i'm i like mine a lot but i'm giving this <laughs> yeah, to machine for obvious yeah i'm not taking this one um i like mine a lot but he's just got such a deep group there tight end he's got kittle that beats me um defensive line i think i like yours more i like mine better the fact that i could play watt on the d line too is huge yeah. um so I'll, I'll i'll get the advantage there linebacker this is where it gets so hard I I think I like Shane's more. I think I until I think until I prove it otherwise kind of thing. That's kind of where I'm at with it. Until I, I think the only thing that would make it super close to I mean it is super close. The thing that would make it even harder is if Queen has his major break. Queen did fine for fantasy last year. PFF hated him, but for fantasy he did fine. And I think he's going to keep getting better. If he breaks out like everyone's expecting him to, then this gets this could just be a tie. But I think right now I give it to Shane for linebacker. Um and defensive back, I think. I mean, I feel like what were you gonna say? I I think I'd go me. Really? I do Adams is Adams is like a Adams is the best one in that one to me. Um, and uh, maybe it's just my how much I like Winfield, too. I think Winfield's a star waiting to happen, and Simmons is really good, too. I think Jeremy Chin's also a star waiting to happen. Yeah, I know. I think, I think Jeremy Chin is, too. He may already be there. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I just don't I just don't know what to think about Keanu Neal, honestly. I don't know what it's a new like I think I, you gotta see what he's gonna I mean, what he has, playing he has time Chuck he's gonna Clark get. on the bench though. <laughs> like he can just throw in Chuck Clark if he needs to. Oh yeah, Chuck Clark wasn't that bad either. Yeah. <laughs> he's solid, yeah. So I don't know. Like, that, I mean, could, that could be a- Clark put up more than one field last season. I don't know. It's gonna be close. Uh that could be a that could be a wash to me. That one, yeah, that one could be a wash. Depending on how things break out between the two of you. Yeah. Um so I guess that the, it comes down. I even I wasn't even keeping tally of who okay. uh, so QB we gave to you. Running back we gave to you. Wide receiver we gave to Shane. Tight end we gave to Shane. Yep. D line we gave to you. Linebacker we gave to Shane, and then it was a wash. Are we tied? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're tied. <laughs> so that's what I thought. So we now it comes down to which ones we think are the more or the bigger advantages. What do you think are the? I think, and this is where I think it's also a wash. The biggest positional advantages with the way we have our league set up. This is something we talked about with Shane. I think are is the QB and the linebacker position, which I have in this argument, I have QB and he has linebacker. Um, so I will say, if we say that those two are a wash, like if you even them out, Shane also, in my opinion, has a much better tight end than you do. 
So if we say his yeah, linebacker yeah. advantage is offset by your quarterback advantage, his tight end advantage, I think, then comes into play uh, by quite a bit. I Yeah, I, I think for two, I by a very – I think it's like – It's very small. If I, I could fit a, a piece of paper in between this gap right now, maybe, and I think yeah. it's Shane and then me. Yeah, um, that's kind of how I have it going ahead so i mean i i hope i hope that we can both i hope that everyone can have like good health for the year and we can see like the team's like fullest potential pan out and just see how it works yeah um so that that's going to be the biggest thing because that's where depth gets tested and then that's where the biggest strengths come in mm-hmm. so but for now man, so, that was hard yeah so to finish it off we have starting at one uh to yeah. shane yep you yep uh and then eric eric aaron aaron jamie me jordan kyle michael yes okay all right now let's see what the pros over at fantasy pros think oh that's right we we're doing this part too yeah uh so actually so they they do a score based off 100 um wow okay so they agreed with our top three and actually so the funny thing is so tio's the 100 since he's number one so he's the highest so he just gets 100 and everybody's kind of based off him um shane is two with 95 but you're right there at three with 94 so they are also like that's it's perfect right there that's exactly <laughs> what we were saying that's a little yeah. validating at least okay that's cool this is the biggest change. Uh, they have Eric down at six. Uh, so they have Aaron at four and Jamie at five, but they're tied at 88. So they think Aaron and Jamie are like, right. which I mean, we were kind of back and forth too on Aaron and Jamie. So is this, I'm curious, is this weighted with IDP too? Uh, yeah. They're I know that some of these things. Okay. Cause I know some of these things usually do the, like the evaluations without IDP and that's, like an enormous part of our league. Yeah, they do IDP, but I think it's just like it's not as nice. So they don't they don't have as many uh rankers to go off of, so it's probably not okay. as clean. Um, Good enough. That probably is the difference though, because just because Eric is so defensive dependent. Um, but yeah, so they have Eric all the way down to eighty three. Um, but there's like definite tiers, which kind of matched ours. You had the top three the next three, and then the bottom four. Well, the, bo- the bottom three and then Michael. <laughs> um, <laughs> because uh, T.O., you, and Shane were all 90 and above. Aaron, mm-hmm. uh, Jamie, Eric are in the 80s. I come in at seven. So Eric was at 83. I come in at seven at 72. Uh, and then another little jump down to Jordan at 66. The interesting thing, which we didn't even like, think about kyle not being number nine is that kyle they only have two points lower than jordan from 66 to 64 so they actually think kyle's team is relatively close to jordan's hmm. um and then michael all the way to 41 <laughs> no yeah For, uh, 41 oh. 41 um, michael buddy man they think so they do a, they do have they have a draft rankings a week one and then a dynasty rankings Jamie's coming out hot though 
at so Tio's at 100, but Jamie's at 99 for week one, according to Fantasy Pros, like projected week one. Really? <laughs> yeah. Is it what? Oh, just are they looking just, like just week one? Or? Yeah, yeah. It's okay. like for week one, they think Jamie's team is just going to kill it right out the gate. Who's got Jamie week one? You do. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't. Eric oh, sorry, does. I'm looking at week two. Yeah, so Eric Eric gets the Jamie Power. So Sleeper thinks. And Eric's gonna supposed. Win. Yeah, Sleeper thinks Eric's going to win, too. Fantasy Pros might do an optimal lineup. They might think, like, what their lineup is. I can't see it. That's just, like, the yeah. power ranking for it. Um, well, we'll find out. See if Jamie just explodes week one. Yeah. Uh, this will be fun to talk about. We can talk about this really quick. So, the Dynasty rankings, as I was saying earlier, um, I think they just kind of wait youth and don't really look at draft picks at all. Um, which, actually, it may... Yeah, it's young. It's young people, I think. So, uh, they have you at number one for dynasty. Um, oh, just looking at youth. Not just youth. I think it's just weighted more. Um, okay. Like they're showing my projected youth startup, and it's all like the younger guys. Like they inserted Quiddy Pay into my starting lineup. Uh, but like Chubb is still there. So like, there's older guys in there. It's just I think they're weighting it more for youth. Um, okay. So To drops Very all the way cool. down to four, which kind of makes sense because he's got older guys. Yeah. Um, so it becomes you at one, Shane at two, uh, and then Shane is actually there at ninety one. So you're pretty like much a tier on your own, in their opinion. Uh, Very cool. Up at the top, uh, Aaron's right behind Shane at three with eighty nine, and then kind of another tier jump to me and To at four and five. I'm at five, but like a point behind. That's. Tio. That is very interesting, too, because I think that's the first time you start to see, because, I mean, so far, without that list started off, you see the most of the favorites for the playoffs and whatnot in that top, like, at the top of the dynasty rankings, which means, like, they're good now and you're set up good for, like, for long, like, or good success down the road, theoretically. Mm-hmm. Um And now that you, you come in to break that first tier as a team, that's like, because this is where you want to, that's where you want to see like you're like season long you may not look good right now but as long as you're looking good from a dynasty ranking for the future you're all supposed to be on the right path but again this isn't looking at draft picks and stuff too right but like yeah i mean i've jumped all the way up to five and fields and lawrence haven't touched the field yet so like if they do yeah, well so, that's going to get even higher yeah um because that's just purely based off just projecting how they're going to be from right now uh jamie's at six and he's relatively close behind me actually um, then Eric, then Jordan, then Kyle, then Michael. <laughs> Michael's even lower, but I think that's definitely because Michael has a lot of work to do, to be fair. I mean, when we went over his team, he's, there's a lot of, like, old guys that are free agents on it. And so Fancy Pros is looking he at could... And so I think that's yeah. why. That's why. It's just because Fancy Pros sees his team, and it's like, you have a bunch of old guys <laughs> that aren't on teams anymore <laughs> on your team. Like, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think of, like, you could honestly if you like looked at his team and you could go two years out from now and he could have like, you could tell me he has five players from this team on his team two years from now. And I yeah. believe you. Yeah. Like, so yeah. that's it. Yeah. That's what, that's just like saying he has a lot of work to do, but yeah, I mean, I'm even just interested to see this score for him once he's dropped all those old free agents. Because I'm sure they're just mm-hmm. dragging down that score so much. Like his score yeah. goes down between this year and like the dynasty look at, and I think it's purely because of those guys. <laughs> uh, 
but yeah. Um, I think that. Oh, uh, yeah. We'll actually get into the last segment, which I think I think will be kind of fun. Um, so because I am going to remember it this year, we're starting up the <laughs> weekly challenges. Uh, <laughs> no one, no one even thought to call you out on it last year. Everybody forgot. Everybody forgot. It's not just me. Everybody forgot. Yeah. Um. I think I only remembered because I like got to like the bank account that holds everybody's payments. I was like, why is there extra money in here? It's like, Oh shit. (laughs) That's right. Uh, actually, no, it wasn't even that I was making this year's like questionnaire thing. And I always look back at the old year, see if there are any questions I want to put back on it. And I was like, Oh wait, everybody voted to do the $5 weekly challenge. (laughs) Yeah. Everyone, everyone really wanted it apparently. Yeah. Um, so I think we were just gonna do some quick hits to go through and, uh, See if we can maybe predict a few of these. Um, so week the week, by week, yeah, the week one weekly challenge is the Legion of Boom, which is the highest scoring defensive back group. Um, mm. so the week one guys, I mean, I feel like it's probably just going to be a solid chance it's you. I mean, offenses are pretty messy to start off. Yeah. With. So I feel like Yeah. Um Man, Sleeper loves Buda Baker. Dude, they're giving him a projection of almost seventeen points week one. Really? Holy hell. Oh yeah, geez. I'm going to give it – I'm going to give it to Eric. I've changed my mind. <laughs> I'm sure you'll get one of these. But Yeah. Um... I will – We don't have to do this week by week either. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm just, I'm just starting to think. Um... Fuck it. I'm going to give it to myself. Let's go. Week one. All right. There you go. Five bucks to max. Let's go. Yeah. (laughs) Um, There'll be some other fun ones. Some of these, like, we'll know right off the bat kind of thing, I think, for the most part. Uh, Bench mob is highest scoring bench. That's kind of hard to predict for week two. Um, That's just going to be, like, a deep team or just somebody who's starting to play positions. The Vidavea. Oh, that'll be fun. Uh, Heaviest position player to score a TD. I don't even know who like the heaviest person is right now. I like well, Derrick Henry is like two fifty, so as long as he scores a touchdown. Yeah, Henry Jamie has a um, solid chance to win that just based off Derrick Henry getting a touchdown. How much is DK Metcalf? I'm just thinking like large humans. There's um, no way Metcalf plays that much, right? Two thirty. Okay. Yeah, um, it's gonna have to be unless like somebody's D lineman happens to do something, or if somebody has a massive tight end. Josh Allen's 237. So I think, like, if Cam Newton's on the team by then, he scores. Like, I mean, like, what if... I think Darren Waller. Darren Waller, big boy. Oh, yeah. I mean, they could be... They got to be, like, 260-plus or something. Darren Waller Sleeper has... Sleeper has Henry at 247. Okay. Waller's 255. So... T.O. may be able to get this if Waller can get a T.O. Oh, Kelsey is at list at 260. Damn, really? I didn't think big Kelsey boy. was big. Okay, all right. Well, that's both. I mean, that's still just... T.O. 
Damn. Yeah. got a heavy oh. team. All it takes is like we can't possibly predict defensive touchdowns. All it takes is a big man TD. Yeah. You know, Vince Wilfork rumbling and stumbling up the sideline. Um, Even Dallas Goddard is two fifty six, according to Sleeper. Wow. Jordan, Jordan was almost in there. Okay, yeah, I'll probably give it to To. Having Waller and Kelsey both be heavy and being who they are, there's a solid chance they'll get. And just scoring down. forever. Yeah. yeah. That's uh, fair. <laughs> Week That's such a fun one. Like yeah, it. week five is the retirement home. Oldest average age for starters. Um. Oh man, that's got to be Jordan. Maybe Jordan got Brady and Roethlisberger. I mean, Brady, yeah, you got two forty-year-olds there. That's just gonna um, like. But he also has youth. That's the interesting thing. His average is gonna be weird to look at. Well, he also has Thielen, who's thirty-one. Landry, who's twenty-eight. These starting guys like Jacobs, Sanders, Metcalf, Ridley, that's going to bring it down a bit. He has Malcolm Jenkins, who's 33. He could be up. So, wait, is this just oldest starters? Is that what yeah, this the is? Yeah, old, the oldest average age of the starters that you start that week. Hmm. I started Everybody else like... has some pretty serious youth in their starting lineups. I mean, yeah. Brady alone is just going to kick Jordans up so high. Because who's even the second oldest behind Brady now with Breeze retired? Is it Roethlisberger? It's probably a kicker, He's got, which we don't have kickers. Uh, it's got to be Big Ben, man. This is a like, good trivia question. Let's pause for like a minute so that Jamie has a chance to like think about it. <laughs> Insert some nice music here. Waiting <laughs> yeah. time. Do, 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 do. <laughs> uh, that's actually, I don't know. Okay, here, this is from April 1st, 2021. Yeah, it's a lot of punters and kickers. Oh, you'll never guess this. Never in a million years. Oh, he's a free agent. Is it? It doesn't count. He's a free agent. Actually, Frank Gore. Check. No. Frank Gore, so. I guarantee hey, you, if... I will be, I will give you $10 if you can honestly tell me you've ever heard of this guy before. LP uh. Ladauker. Long snapper. <laughs> He's forty. Oh, uh, I can't. I can't honestly say he was the Dallas Cowboys long snapper since two thousand five, and as of this year, is a free agent. Aaron's got to know that, right? I don't know. It'll be interesting. Uh, damn, since two thousand five. Since two thousand five, Aaron probably does. Yeah, if you if you're if you're following your team and as an avid of a football fan as Aaron is, like you have to know that. Yeah. Damn, long snapper. It's like old. no. And like not, I mean, he actually gets a lot, like some decent coverage. And I was like, you would think that not many people outside of New England would know who Slater is either. That's true. Um, yeah, he's been around for forever too. Don Mulback is the number three oldest guy, and he's on the team. He's the long snapper for the Lions. Uh, Andrew Andrew Whitworth's thirty nine. That's the name. That's a name I recognize. Oh God, yeah. But no, okay, so Jason Peters, thirty nine. Um, okay, so we'll I'm saying. The next person on the overall, team is Roethlisberger. So it's yeah, going to be overall, Jordan. I'm saying, yeah, I'm saying Jordan. Um, okay. Oh, the price is right. So uh, I'm actually, I had this at closest to 199 with going, without going over, but before starting the pod, um, I was Max and I were talking. That might be not enough points uh, based off some of the projected stuff on Sleeper. So I'm going to figure out a better, I'm going to look at the average through the first four weeks and then use that as the closest so we don't really have the number yet 
uh, I mean, I guess that'd just be whoever we. So who'd we say were the five and six teams? Uh, Aaron and Jamie. Aaron and Jamie. Because yeah. we're trying to guess the clo- the most average team. <laughs> so <laughs> it might. It's probably gonna be maybe them. Okay. Good about it. If I'm basing it off the average. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I thought he was a running back. The running back with the most receiving yards. <laughs> Uh, you had me confused for a second. Um, <laughs> uh, Eckler, solid chance for Eckler. So that could be To. To could be CMC. Kamara. Um, Kamara. I'm just trying to think if there's a team that has multiple of these guys. Well, it's the um, one. So it's the one running back that gets the most receiving yards. Oh, and you get the okay. Five okay. Um, um. Cook. Cook, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna go Kamara. Yeah, I like that. Um Kamara's a solid. I'm trying to think of like any of the guys that just do passing. Like maybe Hines. Because like Hines when he catches like it off. Yeah. You remember the game last year? McKissick had twelve targets and twelve catches in a game for like sixty yards. Yeah. It, it was just it was check down city all game. It's yeah. just like dump it off, dump it off, dump it off. I mean that could be Hines, especially like with Wentz's injury stuff and just like the quarterback situation. It have to be the right week. He yeah. did it like he does it like very sporadically. But... I mean that's what this kind of thing is though. It could be the one week he yeah. just hits it. Oh. It could be. <laughs> uh, week seven is nice. Uh, quarterback closest to sixty nine percent completion. <laughs> <laughs> How many eyes are in that? Uh, there's only one, just because I was typing them out oh. quickly as I thought about. It. There should be more. Nice. Nice. So. <laughs> Closest to what was it? To sixty-nine percent completion. <laughs> so it's, I mean, seventy percent is like the benchmark for like elite, isn't it? Uh, I don't know. Something like that. Man, this is this episode is gonna have a bunch of just trivia questions for Jamie. Average completion percentage in the NFL for twenty twenty. I feel like seventy percent has been like the area. It was like if you're getting seventy percent completion percentage, you're doing really well. The average in twenty twenty. Was sixty six percent. Okay. Actually, so seventy's so pro- no 70's like top end. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. So all season, Deshaun Watson led the whole season with seventy point two, and Rogers was seventy point two, and then with Breeze at sixty nine and a half, and Bridgewater at sixty nine point one. So it's probably just gonna be whoever throws the most completions. And it could be somebody like Bridgewater. It could be a checkdown king. So that'll be actually be kind yeah. of fun. I could see who be. gets that. <laughs> um, the JV squad is the next season. Is the next week the most position players starting that aren't the number one target for their respective teams? Uh, I don't know. That one'll be hard. That seems hard to predict. Yeah, it's tricky. Yeah. Um, the hometown team is the most starters from Oklahoma, Pennsylvania, and New Jersey colleges. Oh, colleges! Yeah. How many Penn State uh, boys have you collected? Well, is this like how many like one team has started, or like yeah, which so like, like started across the league? No, so like your we, fantasy we, team, if. You have the most starters that came from an Oklahoma, Pennsylvania, or a New Jersey college. Okay. 
Um, so, like, if you had Parsons plus uh, the Penn State Friermuth, that'd be two. That'd be two Pennsylvania guys. Yeah. So right now, as of week one, I have Barkley and Jasicki in. Um. So those are only Pennsylvania so like ones. OU, OSU. I guess Rutgers is the New Jersey one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, there could. There's, uh, there's. I mean, so Pennsylvania is going to be Penn State, Temple, Pitt. Pitt. Does anybody really? I mean, hey, if you're, if you got a lot of Panthers guys, you're going to. Chances are, you got at least three Temple players playing yeah. for them. <laughs> so. Oh, you only have Tulsa. Yeah. Or yeah. You have to say Tulsa just because of the linebacker that came out there in the first round. <laughs> yeah. So that that I don't know. I, I only have I have three Penn State players and Prime Youth is on taxi and I don't know when he'll come off. Um Okay. That might be tight. So at at, mo- at most I, I'll have like two probably. Okay. If it all goes well. I may need a tiebreaker for that one. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, then week 11 is dink and dunk. Uh, lowest average yards per catch by a wide receiver group. A lot of possession <laughs> players. Um, <laughs> did you know he played basketball? Is the highest scoring tight end. Uh, so you're welcome, T.O. or Shane, most likely. Oh, man. Why did we put... Man, why... <laughs> that was just an easy, like... One right now to shame into It's hard to figure out sixteen just phrases and things, and like yeah. that was just one that came to mind. It was like that's something that just people that people always say about like Jimmy Graham. And Did you add one for this year too? Yeah, there's sixteen because we don't we're not gonna play the last week. We've never played the last week. Oh right, 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 right. right. Um, <laughs> week thirteen is the forward pass is a fad. The lowest scoring quarterback duo. <laughs> um, which may be me. Just because it's gonna be rookies and young guys playing, so like they could just have a bad yeah. week. It could, it could be uh, Michael. Um, well, because Michael's got Garoppolo. Michael. Actually, by then Garoppolo may not, not be starting. starting by then. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Although he's Burrow because he could play Burrow. So it's yeah, Burrow and Daniel Jones versus whatever young guys I happen to be starting. If we assume Garoppolo's out, cousins and parents. Uh, it could be one of us. Yeah, probably one of us three. I'm still putting my money on Michael. That's fair. Um, <laughs> these guys need some Campbell's chunky. Uh, lowest average weight for the starters. <laughs> put, your, put your small guys in on week 14. Yeah. Who's got the smallest scat backs on their team? Yeah. Um, That's hard. The travel bug, the starters that travel the farthest for their games. So get your Seattle guys yeah. and hope they're playing on the East Coast yeah. for week 15. I could be I I got two of them. That could be me that week. Yeah. Uh and then for the last week of the season, uh top farm system, the highest scoring taxi squad. Which that'll be interesting in the last oh, nice. week because people will be moving stuff around probably, potentially. If some people have like yeah. some, like Shane will be moving guys off most likely. Like if Trey Sermon mm-hmm. starts to pick it up for him. Yeah. That'll be fun. I'm looking forward to those. That'll be fun. I like that. Yeah, it's a good refresher to remind us that we're gonna have that this year. So we'll have to have to put that out like Tuesday or Wednesday or something that week of like when there is no games. Um, yeah, I'll do like a like, like yeah. I think this week is blah. 
and then at the yeah. end of the and then once we're into it so i'll probably i'll do like a thing every tuesday is probably well i'll say wednesday for to give me a day to do some of the thinking ones that require <laughs> some work on my end uh but yeah. every wednesday i'll probably say like this is the upcoming week and this is the winner for last week and then you'll yeah. get five bucks in your venmo from me sweet it's gonna go a long way yeah um <laughs> yeah i have a feeling once i get knocked out of playoffs i might just play for the five dollar weekly challenges <laughs> <laughs> like you'll hey, see me, you'll dude, see me work the waiver wire i'm just gonna have the fattest fucking lineup <laughs> and then disgusting. you drop them all for the tiniest guys in the, line, <laughs> yeah. in the league it's like it's like in like old maddens when you made custom teams that were all either the maxed out on the sliders or as small as possible on the sliders. <laughs> that's just gonna be my fantasy teams this week and it's like that this will make jordan happy too it's like that uh little man glitch from ncaa football you remember that um i'm not sure it I was uh I forget Jordan will be able to remind me if he listens to this. There's a glitch in NCAA football when we were in high school um, where if you agree, this one team, I can't remember who it was, if you reorganized the depth chart or something and you had like the third string running back in or whatever, the dude was like, I cannot describe like how small he was on the field. He was like, the hash marks were bigger than this guy on the field. And it's just he was playing running back, and you just saw the ball kind of like floating around on the field. And then you see these normal sized humans go and tackle this little bug on the field. <laughs> it was this little man glitch that was so funny. Oh man, it was it was great. So uh the Pennsylvania guys will know him. Uh I used to hang out with Matt Brandini a lot when we were in elementary school. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh and we did do that one time, Matt, and we each made a custom team. And one of us was like as fat and tall as possible, and the other one was as small and skinny. <laughs> and we played each other. And it's the most absurd looking thing, especially on like the old Madden graphics, because they become absurdly yeah. fat or like absurdly skinny. Like oh, man. in a dog pile, you couldn't see the skinny guys. It was just all the fat <laughs> and like one Madden. Just like this, punk. this little dot just emerges from a yeah. pile of massive humans. <laughs> yeah, and watching just a huge fat guy with like ninety nine speed is hilarious his little his fat legs just chugging along oh the good days yeah oh man football season's back podcast yeah i'm i'm ready now we'll fit we gotta figure out our cadence now Mm -hmm. yeah but um yeah we'll figure out something to do because next week is the last preseason week right and then no i mean it's done preseason's done is week one this weekend no, it's a, it's a gap. It's a gap right okay. now. Uh, so like roster cuts for this week. Oh, um, is that so like Ross? Just stupid. Uh, I th- I think it is that way. Um, because I think the preseason ends and then, I think I could be wrong, but like uh, and then they have this gap period, which we're now where, um, like today was the deadline for roster cuts. So like otherwise, like all, you wouldn't be cutting these guys off the team. Like you would want to see them in another preseason game. Right. To make your decision, and then next Thursday is the first game. Okay, that's Bucks and Cowboys. Cool. So, so yeah, we'll need to we'll figure out something fun to open up. <laughs> Maybe we'll live stream like before or something stupid. Oh man. Uh. Yeah. Um. Jamie, uh, Jordan, I want you guys to actually start podding out the seasons back. Yeah, man. When you get the podcast network up and running, so we can start competing. Good joint pod. Yeah, when you steal Bill Simmons' ad money. Um, 
for any of y'all that listen to the ringer i was going to do some stupid reference to like a gambling ad because i feel like that's half their ads or like heineken i think <laughs> is like their beer sponsor uh i keep hearing bill simmons voice talking about heineken and drinking it with his dad watching the celtics uh <laughs> sorry that's a really serious tangent uh, <laughs> uh anyways uh yeah episode one of season two in the books yeah, let's go buy some swag yeah oh yeah i need to i'll do that after this oh i'm not forgetting about it i want the <laughs> swag i want right. it uh same sign off we're sticking with the same sign off or a new sign off for the new season oh man you're putting me on the spot yep uh, we're gonna it's an oldie but good deal let's just go there. that's football that's football <laughs>